I use this gospel passage whenever I um, go to somebody's home to bless it. And recently I was doing a house blessing for a couple in their new home, and they had a bit of extended family around to have a bit of a party, celebrate the occasion. And so I was, I was going through the, the prayers and the readings and talking about the stuff while doing the blessing, and um, there was some little kids who weren't really that interested in Father who just wanted to blabble on and on and on. So I was talking about how, you know, Zacchaeus is there and Jesus comes and wants to come into Zacchaeus's house. And then one of the little boys pricks up his ears and turns to me and says, are you Jesus? <laughs> so he may not have understood everything perfectly, but he was at least listening a little bit to, to get that much. But I think we can learn something from this little boy's openness to, to find Jesus standing in his living room. Um, we, we may not often be that, that expectant to see Jesus in our lives, to see him um, in our house. The, this image of the house that, I, that you hear, Zacchae no, Jesus says to Zacchaeus today, I must come and stay at your house. He must come and stay at your house. I hear that as, as Jesus saying, not just that he wants to come into the building, but that he wants to come into our everyday lives. You know, our, our house where we live is really the, the center around which our lives revolve. We, we get up, we, we go out to whatever it is that we're doing, we come back to our home, that's, that's where we live. And Jesus doesn't just want to meet us kind of when we come to church or when we're doing particular holy things or at particular times of our life. He wants to be in our house and involved in every moment, involved in everything that we're doing. Um, and the other thing that strikes me so much about Jesus in this encounter today is his urgency, the insistence with which he wants to come into Zacchaeus' house. He doesn't just say, oh, would you mind if I came? No, he says, hurry, I must come and stay in your house. I must come and stay in your house today. Jesus really wants to come into Zacchaeus' house. He really wants to come into his life. Now, I've never met someone on the street who I've never met before wanting to invite themselves into my place. But if someone was this insistent about it, um, I might cave in and go, okay, okay, you can come. But this is the, the passion with which Jesus wants to involve himself in not only the big moments of our life, or not only the holy parts of our life, but in everything that we do. In all, all, the, all the boring bits that make up our daily life, um, all of our relationships, every moment of our day. Jesus wants to be involved in that. And he, he's so desiring it that he has this, this urgency and insistence about it. Um, we, and he wants to do it today, you know. We can, we can also think that Jesus wants to come and be in our lives and, and there'll, be, there'll be one day when we're holy enough for that or one day when we'll be ready to welcome Jesus in. But Jesus wants to come today. Now we can think of in our relationships, Jesus wants to be there as well, sharing in the, the love that we have for our family and friends if we're spending time with them. If we're working or studying, Jesus wants to be involved with that. We're, we're toiling away at some goal that we have. Jesus cares about our dreams and our desires, those things that we're working for. He cares about our challenges and he wants to be with us in that. Even if we're just kind of chilling back, relaxing, um, tired at the end of the day or something, Jesus wants to be there with us when we're resting because he wants to give us that rest. He wants to care for us and just be present with us as our friend 
as well as our Lord. Now, and that's just a few things, examples of kind of the moments of our lives that Jesus might want to be involved in. But really, you can think yourself now, you know, where is Jesus involved in your life? Any, any moment, anything that happens in your everyday life that you can think of, that's something that Jesus wants to be involved in. And you might be hearing this and going like, oh, I don't, I don't really know whether Jesus is in my house at all, whether I see him or whether I'm expecting to see him in those everyday events, but he really wants to be. This is what we see from Jesus in this story, that he is determined, he is aching, hungering to be involved with you, to be with you wherever it is you are, to be with you in whatever it is that you're facing in your life as well. But particularly if we, we might hear this and think, I'm, I'm not really seeing Jesus present in my life much I don't find him um, in those everyday moments. How is it that we can open up to Jesus' presence a little bit more? How is it that we can invite him in? Well, if we remember his urgency and insistence, we don't really need to invite him in. He already wants to come. Um, how can we open up and let him come into our lives? And this is something I think we can learn from Zacchaeus today if we look at how he approaches this. Because in this short little story, at the beginning... Zacchaeus doesn't know Jesus at all. He's, he's heard a little bit about him, but he's not in relationship with Jesus. He hasn't met him. Jesus is not involved in his life at all. And then a few short verses later, Jesus is sitting at his dining table, having a couple with him, or a meal with him, or whatever exactly it is. And Jesus is saying, salvation has come to this house. So Jesus has gone from not being involved in his life to coming in and dwelling with Zacchaeus, and we see the change that happens there. How is it that we can have this openness that Zacchaeus has that allows Jesus to come in? And I think there's two waves, two layers of openness that Zacchaeus has that we can, um, that we can imitate, that we can learn from. Firstly, Zacchaeus goes searching for Jesus. And then there's the way that Zacchaeus responds when Jesus turns up. So let's first look at Zacchaeus' searching. So Zacchaeus could have heard that Jesus was coming into town and just stayed home. He could have gone, oh yeah, I don't really care about that guy. I won't go looking for him. I don't care if I catch a glimpse of him or not. But he decides to go out into the street. There was a desire and a seeking that he acts upon. But then not only does he go out into the street, but then seeing the difficulty of the crowd and him being short, he decides to run ahead and climb a tree so that he can see Jesus. He's going to further and further lengths. Now, we can, I, I often read this story and think that Zacchaeus was just merely curious. You know, Jesus was just you know, the talk of the town. He'd, he'd heard something about him and was like, oh, I just want to kind of see what this guy's like. But I think there's a deeper hunger at work in Zacchaeus that perhaps he even wasn't aware of. Because of the way that he seeks for that glimpse of Jesus. The, the text tells us that he runs ahead to get past the crowd and then he climbs a tree. An important thing to recognize is that for a Jewish man in that society to run was a disgraceful or a undignified thing to do. You know, a grown man should carry himself with dignity and reserve and, and go about things in a in a dignified manner and walk to where he needs to go because he's the master of his time. And so to run was to, to be kind of 
putting himself down to do something shameful. And then if, if even to run is to do something shameful, you can imagine what climbing a tree would be. What a silly, childish thing for a grown man to do. And you can imagine the, the rest of the crowd who already looked down on this guy as a sinner, what they, the, the delight perhaps that they took in. Oh, look at this guy. He's running. Oh, my goodness. Now he's climbing a tree. What a lunatic. But what was it that made Zacchaeus go to those lengths to do these, these silly or shameful things? Because I think rather than just wanting to catch a glimpse of Jesus, deeper down, he really needed to meet Jesus. He wanted to see and to taste and to touch the, the power that he'd heard about that was in this man or the, the life that this man seemed to have and seemed to bring to those people that met him. The healing, the peace that seemed to come wherever this man had come from the stories that he'd heard. Deeper down, he knew that meeting Jesus was what he needed in the deepest desire of his heart, of his life. And this is true for us as well. Whatever it is we want, whatever it is we're seeking for, Jesus is the answer at the bottom of it all. He is what we really need. He is the only thing that will fulfill our hearts. Now, sometimes we're in touch with this and we're willing to go to great lengths to seek after Jesus, but sometimes we're not. And sometimes there are other things that seem much more attractive that we would spend our time on. But if we, like Zacchaeus, are to welcome Jesus and meet him, then we can make this space in our lives to go seeking after Jesus, to structure into our lives that desire that's deep down in our hearts that says that what, what we most need in life is Jesus and for him to be involved in our lives. How, how do we structure that desire in such that we're, we're making space? Perhaps that's carving out time for prayer so that we can actually open up to relationship with Jesus. Perhaps it's saying no to or putting aside other activities that might be more more satisfying at the time or more attractive or things that others are doing that our friends or family are engaged with that we might have to say no to because um, I need to spend this time giving myself to Jesus or opening myself up to Jesus. Now Zacchaeus was willing to make himself uncomfortable, to embarrass himself in front of the crowds to seek after Jesus. What are we willing to do to create that space for Jesus to walk into our lives? What are we willing to do to welcome Jesus to come in and fulfill that deep desire of our hearts? That's the first layer of Zacchaeus' openness to Jesus, the fact that he was seeking and creating the space for Jesus to come and meet him. But then, when Jesus turns up, he responds. Jesus comes along that part of the path and sees him in the tree and says, I need to come to your house. And Zacchaeus could have gone, oh no, that's, that's a bit too much. I don't want to go there. I'm going to run away and go home. But no, he comes down from the tree. He hurries down from the tree, the text says. He welcomes him and he rejoices to welcome him. And then we see as well that his, his whole life gets turned around. Um, he changes his heart because of this encounter with Jesus. Now, if... if we're doing the first layer right if we're creating that space for Jesus to, to turn up 
and to encounter him in our lives, then there's going to be a point when Jesus is going to turn up. Then how can we respond? Now, this might look different for each of us. I don't expect that when you're walking down the street later today, Jesus is going to pop up in front of you and say, I want to come to your house. But it might just be a simple sense in prayer or a desire or a feeling that comes onto your heart that's God speaking to you, that's Jesus turning up and leading you. Um, it might be a word that speaks to you in the liturgy or in your own prayer. It might be somebody else in your life showing you love in a particular way or, or giving you guidance. That might be the way that Jesus is moving and speaking to you. And the invitation for you in that moment will be different to whatever God is inviting someone else to when he turns up in their life. He might be inviting you to, to receive his love, to know him in a deeper way. He might be offering you healing or comfort. And then the question for us is, are we willing to allow Jesus to minister to us in that place? Are we open to receiving that comfort, the comfort, the love, whatever it is Jesus wants to give us? It may be that Jesus pops up in our life and, and wants to lead us. He's showing us the way, perhaps giving us a sign or leading us in some direction to act in a particular way, to follow a particular path. And then the challenge for us is, are we actually willing to follow him where he's leading? The first layer is to say, Lord, I want you to lead me. But then when Jesus turns up and shows you where to go, then the next step is to, is to actually follow along that path. Are we willing to do that? Sometimes when Jesus might turn up in our life, it might be as simple as just resting with him and being present. He just wants to be with us. And then it can be the challenge is, are we able to actually stop and give Jesus the attention and the time that, well, that he is asking from us, but really it's a gift that he wants to give to us. <laughs> it's something that we need, but are we able to stop and give him that attention and time? The change that came about in Zacchaeus' life didn't actually come about because Jesus came in and told him what he needed to do. It came about simply because Jesus had come in and was present in his life. He had come into his home. And so, if we are open to Jesus coming into our lives, it will change us. Jesus' presence with us will change our hearts, it will change our lives, it will change our minds if we're open to his presence and if we're open to the impact that that's going to have upon us. But we need to open up to let him come in, to welcome him into our house. And that means not only seeking after him and putting the priority on that desire that we have to meet him and to know him and to receive his grace, but also when he comes into our lives, when Jesus shows up, when he appears in the midst of our house, that we can be open to letting him transform us. Hello, Father Dan here. If this homily has been helpful, there are a few things I'd love for you to do. Firstly, subscribe to this podcast or share this episode with someone who might find it helpful. And consider also helping us to expand our mission and reach out to more people by donating at stbenedicts.com.au forward slash donate, or you can click on the link in the podcast description. Thanks so much for joining us and have a blessed week.